There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's time for Joyce's Thought of the Day on News Talk 850 WFTL. With anti-Semitism everywhere on the rise, including in the Democratic Party, there's still no clear sign that American Jews have begun to abandon the Democrats. Past polls have shown 7 in 10 American Jews voting Democratic in recent presidential elections. And my guess is that the ratio may be even higher in 2024. A joke has it that Reform Judaism is nothing more than the Democratic Party platform with holidays added. I don't hear many Republicans laughing. How has it come about that the Jews, a people known for their cerebral powers, often vote and act against their own best interests? Might it be that until the formation of the State of Israel in 1948, the Jews had almost no firsthand or direct experience of political power? Yiddish is said to be the only modern language never to have been spoken by a ruling class. Before the formation of the State of Israel, Jews were perennially political outsiders. Then, too, the socialist strain among Jews has always been strong. Irving Kristol, in his 1999 essay on the political stupidity of the Jews, noted that the majority of former socialists in almost every country remain opponents of capitalism. Socialism today is a political goal that dares not say its name because socialism as a system has been discredited. Most Jews have given up on socialism, with Jewish socialist thinkers from Leon Trotsky to Harold Lasky having been disqualified, but many have been unable to turn away from the sentiments behind it, a sympathy for those it takes to be the underdog, a rough notion of justice that puts them on the side of all minorities, a disregard for political tradition. According to Kristol, himself Jewish, Jews tended to favor theory over practice, so they viewed even anti-Israel institutions like the United Nations favorably. At the entrance to the nearby synagogue, where people live in my neighborhood, there's a large sign in support of Black Lives Matter, an anti-Israel movement tinged with anti-Semitism. I have twice called to suggest the sign be taken down, to no avail. Meanwhile, the Jewish antipathy for the Republican Party goes back to the days of Jewish academic quotas, restricted neighborhoods, and corporate discrimination. Those Ivy League and other universities that for decades strictly rationed the number of Jews they allowed in, those neighborhoods with unspoken agreements not to sell or rent real estate to Jews, those large corporations that for decades refused to hire Jews, all were thought to be run, inhabited, and owned by Republicans. During World War II, the Republican America First policy didn't help. People such as Chicago Tribune publisher Robert Colonel McCormick argued that America had no business in the war, while Hitler was killing millions of Jews. But it's not World War II anymore. It's the modern era, and it's amazing to me that Jews still vote for Democrats. Get Joyce's Thought of the Day anytime. Subscribe to her podcast right now on the all-new 850 app and at 850WFTL.com.